Compassion, trust, courage, innovation. The values of Temecula Valley Hospital. We proudly present TVH Health Chat. Here's Melanie Cole. If you have diabetes, glycemic targets are so important. And in this series on diabetes today, we're talking with Dr. Maysara Rahman. She's a family medicine physician and a member of the medical staff at Temecula Valley Hospital. Dr. Rahman, what is glycemic control for adults with diabetes? What does that mean? So glycemic control um, just means that our patients have to be, have to have, we try to get our patients to goal in terms of their A1C. And getting them to goal means um, that we're trying to prevent many of the complications of uh, diabetes. So normally, um, we, according to the ADA, they're recommending that the A1C is below 7. But if we can get our patients to below 6.5, that will prevent many of the diabetes complications down the line. When we get our blood checked, we hear the words A1C. What does that mean and why is it important that we know these numbers? Oh, it is very important uh, for patients who have type 2 diabetes to know what their A1C number is. Um, It is important because just controlling your A1C alone and getting to goal, and different patients will have uh, different goals in terms of A1C goal. Uh, so there's patients who are, you know, healthy and they don't have too many um, other comorbid conditions like heart failure or coronary artery disease. Those patients, we try to um, control their blood sugars um, better. Um, so their A1Cs, we'd like to see below 7 or below 6.5 if we can get them there without causing any low blood sugar events. So people hear that you say we need to know our numbers our A1C, we need to know about glycemic index. Are there some barriers to self-monitored blood glucose? What do you want us to know, Dr. Rahman, about keeping track of blood sugar, which is very important for people with diabetes? Yeah, I think it's important for patients to do self-monitoring of their blood sugars at home. But there are some patients who have type 2 diabetes that are on oral hypoglycemic agents. They're pretty well controlled. They don't need to check their blood sugars every day, but somebody who's more on an intensive kind of um, insulin regimen, who's taking uh, both basal insulin and bolus insulin, those patients need to monitor their blood sugars more. And so we do recommend that they check their blood sugars fasting and before meals. And are the kits that they get at the pharmacy, are those accurate? Absolutely, yeah. The, most of the kits that are available at the pharmacies are pretty accurate. Tell us about the low glycemic index diet, because again, there's that word glycemic, and people are trying to figure out what that means as far as their blood sugar, and then the food that they eat. What is a low glycemic index diet? So the, the glycemic um, index, it measures how a carbohydrate-containing food raises their blood sugar. So the higher the carbohydrate, um, you know, uh, the glycemic index, that means the higher the blood sugar is going to be after that patient ingests that food. So usually um, you want patients to have low GI foods, uh, low uh, glycemic uh, index foods, uh, anything that has, say, wheat flour, oatmeal, um, sweet potato, corn, legumes, lentils, those are low glycemic index types of foods. 
So the higher the glycemic index, just think about the white starch, anything that has like white bread or cake or any any kind of um, anything that has, you know, this carbohydrate um, that's more like white bread and all that, that's going to be at a higher glycemic index. So that means if, if a patient ingests, say, just a piece of white bread, um, their blood sugar, if they check it after a while, it's going to be really high. That somebody who ingests, say, something like um, a non-starchy vegetable, and which is low glycemic index, their blood sugar isn't going to be as elevated. So it really sounds to me like you're saying processed foods, white flour foods. What about things like potatoes or sweet potatoes, a white potato versus a sweet potato or legumes and beans? Are all of these things acceptable? So um, legumes, sweet potato, corn, yam, uh, beans are considered actually low glycemic index. They're less than 55. In terms of the scoring, anything that has a glycemic index of 70 or more is considered high. Those foods include um, the russet potato, uh, rice cakes, uh, crackers, uh, white bagel, white bread, instant oatmeal, uh, rice, pasta. How do we know? Is it written on the package, Dr. Rahman? Do we know what the glycemic index of a food is? Is it on the label now or no? So I some foods do have the glycemic index on there, but the majority, all you can see is sugars and carbohydrates. That you can always look it up online and see what the glycemic index of the foods that you're buying or eating. And that would be, I would suggest that for all patients who are diabetic and for all who's, you know, trying to lose weight as well. I think that's a good idea. You can download something online, print it out for the glycemic index of the foods while you're shopping so that you can take it with you while you're shopping in case that stuff isn't on the labels and maybe best to buy food without labels. So give us your best advice about glycemic targets and why that's important for diabetics. So it's important for our patients to monitor their uh, blood sugars at home normally. Um, and, and of course, every diabetic, you're going to see that they're, they're going to have this discussion with their physician because every diabetic, their treatment plan has to be individualized in terms of their A1C target, their fasting blood sugars, or their postprandial blood sugars, which means this is the blood sugar after they eat. So usually uh, we'd like to see our patients' fasting blood sugars be between 80 and 130 fasting. And after meals, our goal for our patients, their blood sugar should be less than 180. It's great advice. Thank you so much, Dr. Rahman, for joining us today. That wraps up this episode in our diabetes series of TVH Health Chat with Temecula Valley Hospital. Head on over to our website at TemeculaValleyHospital.com for more information and to get connected with one of our providers. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of Temecula Valley Hospital. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. If you found this podcast informative as I did, please share on your social media and be sure to check out all the other interesting podcasts in our library. I'm Melanie Cole.